China's coronavirus lockdown is lifting, so we're catching up with the expats in Ningbo, near Shanghai, to see what they've been up to and how they've survived. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to another evening where we're having a little interview with the expats here in Ningbo, China about their experiences with COVID-19. So with us tonight, we have Dominica. So nice to see you, Dominica. Nice to see you too. So as with most countries in the world, China kind of went into a lockdown over actually the Chinese New Year. So this kind of overlapped and got a couple of different things. So can you tell us about how you spent the Chinese New Year and the lockdown that followed? Yeah, I was on my honeymoon with oh. my husband. Uh, we've been planning this trip for about three years. Um, just because we had kids at the point of getting married and uh, we asked my mom to come to China. So everything was really carefully planned. And, and Cuba has always been a destination that was my dream. Uh, as you know, there is no internet connection. So I left my phone with my mom so that we could stay in touch with her through my husband's phone. Um, but we were not really checking the news until one day there was a hotel with Wi-Fi connection. We were reading BBC News. We found out what was happening. My mom hasn't really informed us because she didn't want to ruin our honeymoon. Okay. Uh, which was, yeah, I'll be forever grateful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the first two weeks were great. And uh, as soon as we found out, we decided to cut the honeymoon short. We hopped on the first plane back to China. And uh, yeah. Oh dear. Went straight into lockdown. Yeah, so how was the flight like coming back from Cuba? Like, what was your experience like leaving the airport and then like arriving over here? To be fair, we were avoiding a lot of people that were coughing on the plane. We were already aware of what was happening in China and that it might potentially spread. There were a lot of people fully unaware still oh. what was going on. Um, and uh, we did see some news in Cuba when we were, we were dining at one of the restaurants and they had CNN news. And I remember the bartender saying, oh, don't worry about it. That's all a lie. And they're exaggerating everything. Everything will be fine. You'll go home. And, and, and you see, in a month, it will all be forgotten about. And <laughs> we're still dealing with it. Eh? And we're still dealing with it. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's definitely been quite the experience for everybody. It has been. Also for my mom, because she doesn't speak English. She was here in China. She knows her way around, but that was something completely new for her. So when we came back, she said, oh, thank God you're here. She didn't want to bother us. She didn't want to worry us. But when we did decide to cut the honeymoon short, she was also grateful. And we managed to get her on the flight back to Poland. That was like the last week before all the flights were cancelled. That was cutting it very close. Yeah, very close. Um, but like when you came back to China, like were there any checks at that point or did you manage to oh, squeeze yeah. it just before? Yeah, that's actually a very good question. When we came back, we were quite uh, shocked because it was very difficult to enter our community. They took our temperature. They were asking us where we lived and whether or not we had some medical checks done or not. And it was a whole process. And I think it took us about 30 minutes to get just into our compound. Yes, it's there was a definitely a point where the lockdown was in much more serious. Which I must say, um, I must say, I was quite relieved that to see that happening, because it meant that they didn't just let anyone into the compound. It meant that they really had control over the situation. There was a lot of checks and balances. Yeah. So um, let's backtrack a little bit just to let our viewers know. So, 
who exactly are you? So <laughs> where did you come from and how yeah. long have you been in Ningbo now? Okay, so originally I come from Poland. Uh, I've been living in Ningbo for seven years and uh, I came here as an ESL teacher. Okay. Yeah, things have changed over time though. Yeah, so uh, I'm guessing you came here for the job in the first place? I did, I did. Actually, I wanted to go and work in Mexico, but back then... Uh, the requirement was to have at least two years teaching experience, which I didn't have because I just graduated. Um, so I was supposed to stay here for a year, maybe two, and then go to Mexico, which I didn't because then I met my husband and had kids and settled down in Ningbo. I'm guessing that's why you stayed in that case. That's what I stayed, yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's been a, quite an adventure. An amazing adventure, I must say. Um, so, out of all this, since you've been here for quite a few years, what are your general thoughts about Ningbo, like, compared to some of the other cities you've visited in China? Um, people are quite surprised when they ask me where I'm from and how long I've been living in China. My response is always the same, like, so and so many years. Oh, okay, and how long have you been living in Ningbo? I'll always say, yeah, same as, same as before, seven years. Oh, really? And you've never lived in any other city? I said, no, of course not. And that's probably because when I first arrived in Ningbo, well, first of all, I never heard of the city before until I got the job offered. So the agent told me, yeah, there's a city near Shanghai and they showed me where it was on the map. I was like, okay, fair enough. Check the pictures. I said, okay, I can, I can see myself living there. Came here and it turned out to be a fantastic city compared to a place like Shanghai. I would say the cost of living is much lower. So you end up saving more money, yet you have access to everything that you'd have access to in Shanghai, for instance. So it's quite a modern city. Um, you have art, you have Chinese ar architecture, which is also what people come to China for. You have a great expat community, and uh, there are a lot of job opportunities as well. Yeah, Ningbo is definitely a happening city, and... There's thriving in every sense of the word and still within spitting distance of Shanghai. That's that's correct. That's right. So uh, I'm glad that you like, uh, like it over here. So any future plans in the city now? We would love to stay for as long as possible, but actually um, we also have to think about our kids. So we are um, planning to move to Germany next year because of my husband's career. And uh, I studied in Germany, so I guess that makes it easier, me speaking the language. Um, and yeah, also we are worried about the kids' identity. It's great living here in Ningbo because they go to an international kindergarten where they can build an international sense of identity. So they can see there are other mixed families, because my husband's English. So they can see there are other families where maybe mom comes from one country, dad comes from another, yet they live in a completely different country, speak different languages. Usually kids living here are going to those international school or are bilingual, trilingual. So that's great because our kids would not be lost if we stayed here. Yet at the same time, I would like them to start developing this sort of European identity as well. And I want them to be a little bit closer to our families. So I thought it would be a good idea to move to Germany next year to put them in the first grade in Europe. But if they were a bit younger, we would definitely stay for a little bit longer just because it's so convenient living here. It is. Well, Dominika, thank you for coming and sharing your stories. My pleasure. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks to our viewers for watching us this evening. And if you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and join us next week for more interviews. Thank you, guys.
Bye. Well, that was another interesting story. If you've liked what you've heard, don't forget to subscribe so you can get more great interviews next week. See you soon.